Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. We're back. Football's back. Football's yeah, actually back. It is. Even though Kellen hates football and has not wanted to be back. Um, I it's just back. Wa- I just wanted to temper my excitement. I mean, there was legitimate football played on Saturday, so excitement so, yeah. does not need to be tempered. Yeah, UMass, big dub. Yes, finally, for, yeah, finally won the Minutemen. Let's go. It's been, it's been too long, like twenty some games that they've lost on the road. So they finally, they finally broke through. And hey, have, have the have the elk broken through at home? They yet? did. They wow. they snapped their streak. Couple losing streaks getting snapped. Yeah. So it it was a it's a tough tough week to be a losing streak because you're getting snapped if it was and i'm just excited that football's actually legitimately back now we're going into week one of college football Woo! nfl rosters were all set today we've got the 53 man rosters a lot of buzz around that it's an ultimate fan day just like the guys that finally got traded or got cut that you just didn't like absolutely great day yeah um well and also a bad day because some people that you didn't want left on the roster are still there are though. still on there yeah and what sucks is hard knocks usually has the cuts and we're probably not going to see that this year because good. Jets didn't well, want it. i'm fine i'm fine with that because i like it no no because like hard knocks what they decided to do this year was let Aaron Rodgers be uh, the director of the show. So I'm I'm okay with it. Well, they yeah, just, I told they you just that. accepted that they were going to have a terrible season. And um, that's what they had. I told you that that was what was going to happen. I told you that's what was going to happen. No, you were like, HBO gets the last cut. The Jets don't. Is oh, what yeah. You told me. No, you're right, actually. You yeah, you said that. HBO gets to decide, and I said, no, the team's going to end up deciding what I, goes on. I just assumed that I hated Aaron Rodgers so much that I was the one that said that before the fact, nope. but you're actually right. Yeah, yeah. I, you were you were on top of that. And I wish we could see cuts, so that's going to suck that we don't get to see any cuts this year, but whatever. Football's back. Week zero, college football, we probably should talk about it because we got to see Sam Hartman in Notre Dame jersey for the first time. Notre Dame looked pretty good. They took they took care of business. Wait, more they, is it more important to see him in that jersey or in that helmet? Um, a little bit of both because it was the helmet's more iconic. The helmet's more iconic, but it was an alternate jersey they wore over in Dublin. Oh, so that's it was true. nice. That's it was nice point. to see the whole thing under the lights. Really, you want to see the helmet under Notre Dame stadium lights? Yeah, is really yeah. where you need to see the helmet. The jersey is just there. iconic. It will. Um, it was a fun game. For Notre Dame fans, like it, it mm. felt good because okay, but was it a fun game for Americans? Because yes. you disrespected the troops. No, we didn't. You did. You did. No, absolutely. Do you know what they do after every single game? The troops. No, Notre Dame and Navy. They go and they sing each other's alma mater together. It's a thing built on respect. So, like, wow. to try and yeah. spin this into they don't respect them is just completely. Um, well, like, it's not, okay. It's pretty, I, I, it's maybe, pretty uneducated of you to try no, no, and attack no, no. this one. Maybe, maybe I just used the wrong words. They didn't disrespect the troops. They emasculated the troops. Is that they, fair to say? Well, that's what they were supposed to do. 
they did what they were supposed to do. They 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 had a mission, but the troops had a mission too. And I don't know. No. It's just I just don't like other countries seeing that happen. You know, the fact when, that it was in Ireland. I don't know where the Irish won in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, that bothers you. It bothers me that the troops got emasculated on foreign soil. Well, they didn't. Here, let me let you in on a little secret here. Let me in. Let me in. I'm, I'm not. I'm obviously not getting it. I don't care about their ability to play football. They're better at protecting this country than they are okay. at playing football. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's so decent take. You know, it, I would be concerned if Navy was ever really good at football. That that okay. would that wow. would be more alarming if Navy they're was. Fo- yeah, they're focusing too much on extracurricular yes. activities. So, I, I like that. I think it's good for the troops. That's good. Okay. So, there we go. And they're on national television. That thank you, Notre Dame. Again. Thank you, Jason Garrett. Again, right? Notre Dame. No, we're getting there. Okay. Notre Dame, <laughs> thank you to Notre Dame um for putting the troops on national television. Yes. And outside of that, like again, it felt good as a Notre Dame fan. You know, you don't I'm not overreacting here to anything and saying they're gonna be like the greatest. I mean, I've already been saying that before this game was played that they're going to be a good team this year. I think they will be a good team. It was nice to just watch them go out and take care of business. And have last year they had a lot of lapses once they got up on teams. There were a few teams that came back. They had the slip-ups against Marshall and everything. It was really nice just to see them go out, play the game the right way, run the ball down their throats, couple good passes from Hartman. Ideally, he was out in the fourth quarter like we wanted. It was just through and through. It was a Notre Dame-Navy game that could make everyone feel good except for really anyone that just tried to watch that game to enjoy it because NBC has just completely ruined football. Um, We're going to start with the most obvious. What I thought thought was going to be the most obvious thing. Um, The score bug sucks. Don't like it. Takes up way too much of the screen. Absolutely way too much of the screen. The Fox one is worse. The Fox one, it, it gets worse and worse every year. Like, they, hey, NBC, keep it on the bottom. I'm a big proponent of just the bottom bar score bugs. Or top I don't, left corner, really small. I don't want it. Not for football. I like it on the bottom for football. No, but do you remember, do you remember the Fox one? The top left, really small, no logos, just plain. CBS I think, top left I think is, that's the I think that's the perfect one. CBS top left is good. Okay. <laughs> ESPN's bottom is also good. Yeah, ESP, ESPN crushes it with the bottom. If yeah. there's anything ESPN does well, it's a bottom score bug. It's the bottom score bug. I, I yeah. love the I, I love score bug talk. I just don't know why they have to go change it. Like they changed it, it sucked. Um the field there sucked. Oh, they can't. They wow. didn't. The, the Irish green grass was not. It wasn't. Oh, no, wasn't the grass good. was fine. They just didn't paint it. Oh, they were okay. trying to protect the grass so much. They didn't paint it. They didn't wow. have high quality paint. You couldn't see the out of bounds lines. They didn't throw down enough paint, in my opinion. Um, This is all stuff from a viewership perspective that really sucked. Yeah. Then you get into the guy calling the game. Jason Garrett is the worst person to possibly. I talked so long about Jack Collinsworth and how much I hate the Collinsworth family, I'd rather a Collinsworth call this game because Jason Garrett is so dry. He sucks. He's got no life on anything he ever does. I'm going to puke when well, he's calling an Ohio j- State game. Yeah, just so you know, 
Jason Garrett was going to be there regardless. Jack Collinsworth was out, but he was supposed to be the play-by-play guy. I know. And Jason Garrett just sucks. So yeah. I wish we could get it back. Would you Mike- rather have him or Tony Dungy? Because those are really your only two options. Tony Dungy both was pretty bad. Mike Tirico and like it was the best. He was the goat. Yeah, loved that. NBC's try like they're just trying too hard. They signed this deal with the Big Ten, and they're just trying too hard at this point. Um, they've ruined the tradition that it is. And then at the same time. That camera work was awful. I'm assuming you oh didn't watch mo- most of the game. But oh, like, no. The, I, I remember the camera. The camera was bad. Yeah. These guys could not figure out the triple option, and then they couldn't find it, figure out a play action. But on this one, I'm giving it to the cameraman. Sam Hartman drops back to pass. Oh, I know. What he play pump fakes. The camera moves all the way down to the end zone where the wide receiver is. The ball still wasn't going. Then Sam Hartman finally threw the ball, was over the guy's head. Kudos to the cameraman because Hartman should have thrown that ball when the cameraman yeah. went, and that's he, a touchdown. I, I was going to say, like, the camera was following him. Like, he's beat, but the ball is not coming to him yeah. at all. So, so the cameraman it, saw yeah, it. He like, was right on that one. I'm not going to be mad about, about the cameraman on that one, but overall, it was bad. Bad camera work, bad broadcast from NBC. I'm really disappointed because they really don't have that many other things that they. Like, Notre Dame's kind of, it's Sunday night football, then it's Notre Dame in terms of, like, sports that they broadcast now and the importance and eyes that are on it. Like, hey, can I, can I, can I say something? Yeah. It's week zero for the camera crew, too. I know, but you're also getting paid way too much money and getting flown over to Ireland to make that mistake. It might be. I mean, it's probably not a full crew, though, since they are overseas. And You're still. It's Dan an unfamiliar Patrick, stadium. Patrick, it's a it's a soccer stadium. Dan as Patrick well. went down there for an entire week. I think they can afford to send a cameraman well, down Dan, there. Dan Patrick can do whatever he wants to do. I for know. NBC I'm just saying there are they, okay. They did. They decided to broadcast an entire radio show from Dublin for a week. I think that they probably brought their cameraman. No, I'm just, and I'm just saying like. I don't think that has anything to do with it because I think they're probably trying to cut costs because Dan Patrick asked to do that I, because he's allowed to do whatever he wants see, I don't at think NBC. Cu- I don't think they're cutting costs with Notre Like, honestly, with Notre Dame, they're not going to cut costs. This is their... they got to save that money for the Big Ten now. I don't think so. This Notre Dame is still a bigger draw than the Big Ten. Like Not the whole conference, though. Notre Dame versus the whole conference? No. Notre Dame wins this battle. Their games are more important than the Big Ten games that are going to be no, on. I'm, I'm just saying, not the entire Big Ten conference. I if you're, Notre Dame's it, close. No, it's not. It's just not. It really Ohio, is. Ohio State alone is a bigger brand in football than Notre Dame. Not no, it not it. No, it's not. You're not on TV rights. I'm sorry. You're just completely wrong. Head to head, Notre Dame is worth way more on TV than Ohio State. Who gets more viewers for their games? Notre Dame. That's just not true. They have an exclusive, like they have an exclusive contract. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Like Notre Dame, their Notre Dame is, is very bigger... important with NBC. But I'm just saying, no, Notre Dame is a bigger if, brand. If they not not bigger than the entire Big Ten conference, you're combining 
14 schools well, here you know, versus you just, one. You just brought in Ohio State. I'm saying Notre Dame is a way bigger brand than Ohio oh, State. Well, that's also not Notre true. Dame. Ohio State's a way bigger brand than Notre no, Dame. No, it's and, not. And, and football, absolutely. No, it's not. It 1,000% is. Are you no, kidding it's not. Me? Who puts more guys in the NFL? I'm no, I'm talking about actually like viewership and on TV. Notre Dame draws more than Ohio State. Okay. If Notre Dame is more important than Ohio State. If Ohio State had the same deal Notre Dame did with NBC and you put Notre Dame in the Big Ten and Ohio it's, State's independent. It's still Notre Dame has then more Ohio history. State is way better. No, way Notre bigger. Dame is a more historic institution than Ohio State. It is a bigger institution than Ohio State. This is like No. <laughs> How like Notre Dame is a national worldwide brand. Oh, Ohio State matters a lot more to the landscape of college football than Notre Dame. I don't think you're correct on that. I am correct. Notre Dame is the Dallas. Dallas is the biggest. The Cowboys have the biggest pull. They're America's team. They are the biggest brand. Notre Dame is the biggest brand. The Steelers are a better team than. Ohio or then the Cowboys. Ohio State's a better team than Notre Dame, but Notre Dame in the it is a more historic institution than Ohio State is and ever will be. Here's what here's what I understand because now I'm out of the Midwest, I'm out of the Notre Dame bubble, and I can confirm with certainty that nobody cares about Notre Dame down here. People care about Ohio State. Okay. Oh, so now you're Texas cares about Ohio State. Okay. I'm in Michigan, and everyone cares about Michigan. Like, yeah. I'm I'm saying internationally no, like, and I'm everything. Just say, I'm just Notre saying Dame. as like a neutral third party. I'm saying Ohio State is much bigger. I'm no, it's Notre Dame. I, we're just gonna be talking in circles. Hey, agree to disagree? Can we do it's that? Notre Dame. I don't get how you like don't think Notre Dame is like it's the most one of the most historic institutions ever. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm just it's saying Ohio way State's bigger than bigger. Ohio State. No, it is. No, people come we, from. But, o- but it's okay. We could we could agree to disagree here and move Notre on. Notre Dame just shut down and it took over an entire city. Yeah, congrats. And packed an entire place in Ireland. Like, and it is, Nebraska did a, that last year. No, they didn't. Not to this level. Yeah, because it's the Fighting Irish in Ireland. It's a kind of. It's a little bit different on on, on t- that scale. But I'm telling you, Notre Dame is the biggest brand there is in college football. That, I mean, no, they're not even top five. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, we're going like, to talk in circles. We're, no, no, <laughs> but what we're are just you talking about. We're just, we're just going to disagree on this. Okay, I mean, Texas, the golden, Bam- the gold, the golden dome, the golden helmets. All of that goes into the Notre Dame brand. It is one of the most iconic brands in the world. I understand the brand. I understand what you're talking about. I'm just saying there's bigger brands. There really isn't. That's okay. There really isn't. Ohio State is not a bigger brand than Notre Dame. I'm sorry. There's no way Ohio State's a bigger brand than Notre Dame. We can agree to disagree here, Josh. Can we we move on, though? Well, you're wrong. We're just just talking. You're just so wrong. I don't I, understand. I'm, I'm like, okay. Are the, bear, are the Bears okay. a bigger? Are the Bears a bigger brand than the Dallas Cowboys? I'm no. okay with disagreeing with you on this one, Josh. Like, we we, we could just move on though. It's unbelievable. 
It okay. I don't. And, but uh, do you have do you have any other uh, things you want to talk about with the game re- related to that uh, or the broadcast? I don't know. I mean, guess I don't know. I guess whatever. No. No, don't get don't get butthurt because we're disagreeing here, Josh. Do you have, are you are you sure? Yeah, nothing. No, no more. No, I have nothing because you okay. you just hate Notre Dame. So anything that I would say positive, you're going to spin into a negative here. I I I don't think I was spinning that into a negative. I was just disagreeing with you, and I think it was. I I think it was. We kept it pretty civil here. So uh, you go over. You and go I've, overseas, I've said- and Notre Dame is going to be recognized a hell of a lot more than Ohio State. I'll promise you that. All right. Uh, any other week zero uh, games that you that you're wanting to talk about? No, none of them mattered. Okay. Did you see the uh, construction happening outside of Vanderbilt Stadium? Yeah, that gave me absolute. <laughs> that gives me a lot hey, of Vanderbilt anxiety. won though. I've been following this, and as someone that like is in charge of all of that stuff at a institution, um, that stressed me out quite a bit. Um, looking at that photo, I can't imagine being the guy that's running that. Like that would really stress me out. Cause I know the stresses that go into like running a massive video board yeah, you do. In, front, you do. in front of thousands of people that's like structured. And there's still things that go wrong. I can't imagine having to deal with that thing on cranes, hoping <laughs> nothing goes wrong. Yeah. So this, <laughs> this is what, I mean, Vanderbilt is doing construction on both sides of their state. They're an sec school, by the way, this is, it, it's, an abomination what they're doing to the sec brand right now if we're talking about uh notre dame versus the sec notre dame is bigger than the entire sec conference right now just because vanderbilt is anchoring it down completely because there's there's construction on both sides of the stadium they have no scoreboard so they have two cranes holding a giant like blanket basically up in the air just outside of the stadium as a scoreboard. Uh, it, it looks awful. It's blowing in the wind. It, it's like they almost have construction leaking into the stadium. And this is an SEC school in Tennessee. And it, it's just such a bad look. But they did win. They beat Hawaii, who I don't think they've ever played before. So those are the week zero matchups that we're talking about. So that's yeah. why we have to talk about stuff that's literally happening outside of the game. Yeah, no, that cra- like, that's just a logistical nightmare to try and like sync that up and have that run. Like it's, yeah. it's already stressful and anxiety inducing enough when you have your board like that's massive, fixed. I mean, I don't, I couldn't even stomach that because I'm trying to like I'm working on my board all the time, so I can't even like cannot imagine that thing being on a crane. Yeah. I yeah. would have a panic attack. I would I get mean, an they, ulcer. They just don't care about their football, I, and I, 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 I kind of respect it uh, a little bit. Is the I don't even think, I don't think the construction that's happening outside the stadium is for their football stadium either. I believe it's for their baseball field. I no, I think it's for football. Is it okay? I think they're redoing the end zones and making okay. it like that, that's good. That's they're good. redoing behind both end zones, and I don't know if they were going to add more bleachers or what they were doing, but they, it's for football. <sighs> I I remember when <laughs> when Illinois, uh, and luckily Illinois has gotten good over the uh, or better over the last couple of years, but when they 
announced their plan to expand their stadium from like 58,000 capacity to 80,000. I was just like, they can't even fill 58,000. That's like, that's what Vanderbilt's problem is going to be. How, how are they supposed to fill a stadium even more that's already empty? I yeah, know. I I don't know. And that's that's honestly the biggest, like, that's the toughest thing to do because, like, you can maybe outgrow a stadium, but then when you jump up that next tier, it's even harder, like, to do. And that was my big takeaway watching a bunch of these games. Like, outside of the Notre Dame game and maybe USC if it was at home, those places were empty. Like, you've got Division One schools playing each other. And the place is completely empty. You don't even, they're lying about attendance. They don't even, they're not even getting the attendance that you need to stay at the division one level. Like it's, it's pathetic and embarrassing that they can't even draw people to come in and watch their teams. Like that's just bad. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the renovations will, will end up drawing more fans to Vanderbilt. That's I'm sure their game plan. If you build it, they will come. Uh, but you also gotta be better at it. Yeah. Is there is there anything you're wanting to preview right now for week one before we jump into NFL here? Well, I mean, there's just some great matchups in week there one. There are. It's gonna be a fun week one. Uh, which, uh, which game are you most excited for? Um, well, you got the number two team in the country and the number three team in the country clashing in Golden, Colorado on Thursday night. Um, oh, I'm yeah. sure I don't know what you're talking about. But so tell that me. one, that one's a huge game that's coming up. It's going to have a lot of playoff implications. So we'll see what goes on there. Um, Florida's playing Utah also on Thursday night, and that's going to be wild. Yeah, I think. I think. I have a feeling. I, I think. Utah might blow them out. I hope it's wild. I want it to be a wild game. I'm looking forward to it. I think that one's going to be a lot of fun. And then the next one that's like big on mine is, I believe it's Sunday night. It's the LSU Florida state game. That is the biggest game of the weekend. The biggest game. It's going to be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Also. Hey, North Carolina, South Carolina, Drake may versus Spencer Rattler. That'll be fun. But like, that's not going to be the story. That will be the story of the game, probably. No, right? it won't. What do you think the story is going to be? Probably the shooting at North Carolina last night. What? That's more likely what would be the story going out of that game. I okay. Well, this so, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dropped a bombshell on me. So yeah, that's more likely what's going to happen. It's going to be like a come together yeah. kind of like unity game, um, yeah. showing support for each other. And it'll be in North in Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah. at the Panthers Stadium. So yeah, so, big time. It's it's gonna That's be college game day. It's gonna be the emotional. It's gonna be your emotional game of the week. The great stories and everything. That's yeah. what's probably gonna come out of that one. Um, should be a good game though. Like once you get down to playing. Yeah, yeah. But what? <laughs> you just dropped that on me, man. Okay. Well, I thought everyone knew. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. There know. was a shooting at North Carolina yesterday. Now I know. So, all right. Well, that's college football, I guess, for you. I don't. We'll end on that note. Um, and talk a little NFL. We'll start with, I guess, uh, Jonathan Taylor 
Um, that's probably the biggest news in the NFL right now. And he was on the Colts were unable to find a trade partner for him. They are not signing him to an extension and uh, they've placed him on the pup list, physically unable to perform. Yep. And uh, so he's out the first four weeks of the season. So a big middle finger to my fantasy football team, especially. Um, and a lot of fantasy managers are, uh, are very upset. I got money down. Uh, there should be repercussions for players doing this to fantasy managers. Right, Josh? Correct? I mean, this is where I'm probably I'm going to disagree with you and you're not going to no, like it. No, no. But, I had $25 on this, man. Again, I am a big – I personally think fantasy football is really stupid. Okay. Well, let's I, move past that and then I'm a say big, – now you say well, your I'm a big. I'm a big you root for the team kind of guy. I no, don't like I still, I'm, I don't, still, I'm still bears I, over I know, everything. No, I know. I'm just like I hate rooting for individuals. I don't – I mean – I don't like people getting mad at an individual about fantasy because it's a dumb made up game. Personally, it's that's, literally fantasy. Yeah, like it's it's stupid and it's made up. And like okay. a player's not playing to earn themselves points; they're trying to help the team. And yeah, it sucks for these. Well, he's guys. not trying to help the team. It seems I know, like he's like, doing the opposite of that. Well. They just wanted to trade him, and the Colts are asking for too much. He doesn't like he would wa- he would have played there if they would have treated him right. Um, I don't like the whole getting mad about like fantasy fo- football on these guys, and they hold out like that's kind of something. If you're good at fantasy football, there are probably people that were smart enough not to draft him because they kind of saw the writing on the wall and okay. did the research. Josh, I, you know, that's I, correct. I, under- I understand what you're saying, but I did. I did just say I drafted him, so everything that you're saying right now is a direct insult to me. Okay, so I'm not know. try I'm not trying to insult I, you. I'm just saying I, like I know you're not, but you are. There's there's the savvy fantasy players that would have known and seen this coming and I, I did I did see this coming. That's why I took him in the third round. I thought that was great value. I and sports really good value. fans, you should know. Number one thing that everyone knows about the NFL is that they don't care about running backs. It's like, yeah, but so it's if like, you've got a running back in a contract year, maybe, maybe don't draft him in fantasy until he, signed, sealed, delivered. But here, so who's Advice the fantasy owners? Who's the big dude from from Georgia who slid in the draft? Uh, there, they went to the Eagles. And that's essentially uh, Jordan. I don't know. Well, the, you you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, um. Let me. Okay. I gotta look it up now. Uh, Eagles. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> and I get that you wanted Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, it would have been great value. But I feel like if you're looking at something going like that's going to be great value, you now can't get mad at him. Can't be. It's sure. the ultimate team. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. It's the ultimate so, team game, though. So essentially, let me ask you, what I did is I took. And I didn't hear what you just said because I was looking him up. But I took, I I did what the Eagles did with Jalen Carter. Yeah, he's got character issues. They don't even know, you know, if he's gonna end up reaching the field. He probably will because he's going to the Eagles. But you get him at nine when he should be going really one or two because he's the most talented player in the draft. I got Jonathan Taylor in the third round. I took, I essentially took Jalen Carter 
future Hall of Famer. I'm certain of it. And um, you can't insult me for doing that, for have, for taking a great value pick, even though he may not play this year now. Well, it's just, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen with Le'Veon Bell and guys like that, where it's like you take them and you're like, yeah, because oh, be you're a Steelers fan and you've experienced this. You think you're so much smarter than me, huh? Well, no, I just think that like you learn, you learn from your mistakes. It's not, yeah. Well, not a mistake I've ever made before. But you've seen me make it, and I think you probably mocked me for saying Le'Veon Bell is going to play. Yeah. And then he didn't play, and I'm I hope, pretty. I sure, hope. I hope I did mock you because I'm, I'm feeling pretty very sure mocked I would right have now. gotten mocked for doing yeah. that. All I'm saying is, then if you're going to do that, what do you got around him in case it goes sideways? I have so we uh, built, like that Northwestern rookie running back. Is if you're going to if you're going to build this up, you got to have a team around him for it to fail, and then that makes it a better value pick. Where it's like, because part of the value is what do you have to lose, right? Twenty five dollars. Like the Eagles, they miss on that. They're still coming off a team that went to the Super Bowl. They still got a good team over there in Philadelphia. Yeah. So if you've already got a good team and you feel like you can win a lot of games and this would put you over the edge to being an elite team, then that's good value. If you're trying to get up to the good team level by taking this, then that's just a bad gamble. Yeah. It's how I, I view it. I get it, but for the sake of this show, if you're a fantasy owner, get mad at Jonathan Taylor. Why not? Get mad yeah. at Jim Irsay. Actually, well, get mad at Jim Irsay. Let's let's protect. No, that's the what players. I'm saying. Is is get I want to get Irsay. I want to get mad because I've gotten mad at Jim Irsay enough. He doesn't care about my anger. I want to get mad at Jonathan Taylor because I feel like there need to be repercussions for this uh, because it's my hard earned money. So what what can we do? Make him live in Indianapolis? That seems like a good punishment. He's already doing that. Oh, Actually, Indianapolis no. is a really nice town. It, okay, wow. Actually, say something nice about Indianapolis. That's the first thing I've ever heard you say nice about Indianapolis. Well, no, Indiana as a whole, I have nothing good to say about. Indianapolis is a nice city. I like okay, it. Okay, so Notre Dame is all of a sudden not in Indiana? You're sucking them pretty hard, sucking hero. Yeah, I still like Notre Dame. I still don't think Indiana is the greatest state. I'm not one of those people. It's top five, though, right? Probably not. Say something nice about Indiana. I'm from Indiana, Josh. Yeah, I mean, it's located in a really good spot. Yeah. Say another nice thing about Indiana. Notre Dame's there. No, well, I already said that one for you. Say another nice thing. Notre Dame football is there. That's... That's the it's two different thing. No, I was talking about the cath- the great Catholic institution okay. of Notre Dame uh, University. Say, say a third nice thing then. It's really close to Michigan. Okay, there we go. It's it is really especially where we where where we lived. Yeah, six hours from Pittsburgh. Six only six hours. Hop, skip, and a Quick jump. Six hours to Pittsburgh. But what was he even talking? Oh yeah, Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I'm not. Why? So you're worried about losing your hard-earned money. Uh-huh. So you're going to side with the billionaire who's refusing to pay someone what they're worth instead of siding with the player who's just trying to make the money that he deserves. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily like the way that you worded that, but um, yeah, uh, said, I suggested we. I suggest we attack the billionaire who can take it. 
Yeah, but my words mean nothing to him. My words can maybe affect Jonathan Taylor. I'll go after Christian McCaffrey too. I've I've gone after him before. I've drafted him too, and he screwed over my fantasy team when he gets hurt every year. So, um, yeah, he's see he's that's different. My, that's my different. That's on the player. Injuries are on the player. That's what I'm saying. I've I've come after him too. Well, I know. I'm just saying. I think for money reasons, it shouldn't uh, be on the player. At this one, okay. This one shouldn't be on the. I don't think Jonathan Taylor's being unreasonable. Yeah. I, I also don't think the Colts are being – we've talked about this before where it's just – Mr. Ursay just there, – there, There's just like, no middle ground I think we should just get mad at Mr. Ursay. Like, why can't we just get mad at the owners? They That's get true. everything. That's true. He did kill that, that whale last he did. week. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't <sighs> save it in time. And I think I he knew it. that. Yeah, so he did. Yeah, he 100% knew it. That's why he agreed to do it because then he can he can – Say in front of Jonathan Taylor how much money he has to spend. Yeah, his will is gonna die, and then he doesn't actually have to act on it. I was gonna say because he was like, he basically said, "I'm good for the money. I can save this whale." And the cost to save the whale was astronomical. It was it was like millions of dollars. Just twenty, I think, or something like that. Yeah, just stupid. Put a project together where you can transport that whale into a sanctuary somewhere in the ocean. And he was like, "I got money to spend. I'm good for it." In the middle of contract negotiation, negotiations yeah. with Jonathan with Jonathan Taylor, it, it had to be a real kick in the. It ball. was the best. Like I respect Ursay for how much he just doesn't care. Yeah, but I thought you were just going to stop it. I respect Ursay. I was like, oof. I don't like. Yeah. No, there are things I respect about Ursay and the fact that he just doesn't care. I think that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, comes with the billions of dollars. I think it usually. does. Yeah. It really does. Is he? Who is he the worst owner in the NFL now that Dan Snyder is gone? No, because he got Dan Snyder out. He started the ball rolling that got rid of Dan Snyder, so he goes up. But he's not a good owner for the Colts. No, but I feel like we got work. There has to be worse owners than we're, ever say. We're, uh, okay, here's another uh, fun owner to talk about right now. Jerry yep. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see where he what he said about? Yeah, um, I, I sent it to you. On Sam Twitter. Williams. Okay, I, I, yes. I sent it to you. That was <laughs> one of. I mean, I thought it, it was fake. I, I, I wanted that to be because I saw I, I saw it on Twitter. No, no offense, Josh, but I did see it already on Twitter. But um, yeah, I, I I saw the video on Twitter with the quotes of what it said. And I was like, "There's no way he possibly said that in no. an interview." And this this is what he said. Uh, yep. So Sam Williams, defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys, was arrested for the second time in his career for speeding. And he said something along the lines of, I know this is going to sound shallow or hollow or whatever. I know it's going to sound hollow, but he's improving. Last time he was going, what, like 100 miles? And this time he was only going 30 over the speed limit? He like Yeah, he asked. He goes, "What, what was the last one? And the guy told him, he goes, what was this one? And he goes, this is going to sound shallow. But like, yeah. <laughs> he like asked the reporters to tell him the, the speed too, which is the yeah. best. And like, so you, I mean, he's, technically he's not he's wrong. Not, he's not wrong. He is improving. <laughs> he isn't wrong. He is improving. But for that to be a spin, so, um, oh, um, 
for that to be a spin zone is just fantastic for him to think of. Yeah, and here's here's where I do have maybe just a slight issue with it is there is a former NFL player who had a very promising career ahead of him who is currently in prison for doing that exact same thing in Henry Ruggs. So yep. player of the week, Henry Ruggs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting rid of all my players of the week right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I did it too preemptively. I think I'm out now because he was wow. my player of the week. Um, but we'll see. Uh, any other NFL news that you have here, Josh? Um, I don't think so. I just want I just want the NFL to start. Honestly. Yeah, I'm really I I, I more want oh. NFL football than college football. Doug Peterson. Cut his son today. Yeah. Yep. Nepotism is dead. Nepotism is my fan base of the week because it doesn't exist. Wow. Okay. Well, we're just spoiling the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. That was my. Um, So there is something I need to talk about around the baseball world here, Josh. And it's about my Chicago White Sox. They're winning. They're not. Are they winning right now? Yes. They just hit a dinger. They are, yeah, Lenny and Sosa. Uh, I thought you meant like games overall because they're not doing a lot of that. No, and, they're bad. They're a terrible um, team. They did just fire uh, GM Rick Hahn and President Kenny Williams, who Kenny Williams had been there 20-something years, 23 years, I believe. Rick Hahn had been there 12 years mm-hmm. uh, at, in, their, in their current position. So Rick Hahn had actually been there a little bit longer too. Uh, they were responsible for the four worst seasons in franchise history, in in terms of record. Could have been and five. Could it probably will be five after this year well, because they're still no, nope, they're, they're still done. Go- no, they're they the GMs. Anything. They're the GMs of record right now. They went five innings into the game. They this is their team still. Could have been too, six. So. Could have been six. Could have could have been six. It could have been six. Uh, the White Sox are one of the oldest teams in Major League Baseball, so it's not good that they're going to have five on their record to begin with. Uh, but they're gone, and I was happy about that. I was happy about it for about a day, less than a day, actually, because... No, by the time... Let me like let me butt in here real quick. Please I text, do. I texted Kellen. I don't know even where I'm going with this. I texted Kellen. He was like, ecstatic. I went to bed. I woke up at four. And I, I wait like this isn't I wake up at four thirty in the morning. So I probably went to bed at like 10, 11 o'clock, woke up at four thirty in the morning. You do the math on how long that is. Six and, and a half that, hours. That's how long it took Kellen to be upset. So now well, continue your story. I'm not well, I'm not even giving you a day. It was very yeah, funny. The, the reason that's how that quickly made me I can get upset uh, upset is because. That's how quickly the White Sox can screw things up. It, it's it doesn't take that long. Any anybody anybody who just fired their their GM and president of twenty plus years might say, okay, it's not going well. Let's take a little bit of time. Let's do a little bit of research and figure out who's going to come into this role next. And also, a part of the problem that 
this Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams dynamic had is there's a massive power struggle when you have two guys in charge. According to reports, Kenny Williams had power. He, he didn't have any trade power except to two teams. And he can and he could make those trades whenever he wanted. And you want to guess what one of those teams was, Josh? You want to guess? What team? The Miami Marlins. And I don't know if you remember, but they traded Jake Berger, a guy who is absolutely mashing for the Marlins right now. One of the White Sox only power hitters this year, who they yeah. still had five years of control for on on his contract. That's where he got traded to. Uh, so that was Kenny Williams' idea. And the White Sox immediately re- released a statement saying, hey, there's not going to be this two-headed monster up top. We're not going to have guys arguing for power anymore. And they immediately do the opposite of that. And another big part of the problem is that the White Sox don't go outside of their own organization. They're one of the dumbest, worst-run organizations in North American sports. And that's because they keep hiring these dumb idiots who work with the White Sox. They promote them. They say, hey, dumb idiot who's down here, come up here. And they do that, and that's why they're dumb, and they lose 100 games a year, and they're going to keep doing that. Because now the team who the last five years has had the worst minor league organization in baseball, consistently bottom three those five years. And the only mm-hmm. reason it's gotten better is because they've traded good players away from their major league organization for prospects in other teams' minor league organizations. So they're not even drafting these guys. They're just taking them because we're not going to win. So let's at least give away our good players so that we can get really bad and maybe hit on one of these draft picks, which they're not going to do. So the guy who's running that minor league organization has now been promoted to lead the major league organization. And that's why I'm upset. That's why none of this really, it makes sense to me because I know who the owner is of the Chicago White Sox, Sherry Reinsdorf. He owns two of my favorite teams. I've said that before. And He's driven both of them into the ground. And I, I have I I just I want somebody to feel sympathy for me, I guess. Josh, can you can you sympathize with me? Yeah, I mean I do like You can I maybe feel... even empathize because you're a Pirates fan. Yeah, but it doesn't cut as deep. I know. It does it, it it's still it's worse to be a White Sox fan, in, in yeah. my opinion. I mean the only the bad thing about the Pirates, which makes it kind of suck more for the Pirates, is you have two of the most successful professional teams in sports yeah. in the last in, 20 in years that, in that same in that city. city. Yeah. So that's where it stings a little bit more is the only other two professional sports teams have been like the model of excellence. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, in, three, three. Yeah, the Riverhounds. Riverhounds, thank you. But... Yeah. Um, the Riverhounds just had like they had a really good run for a couple months because they had a great employee there, I think. Yeah, I yeah, something like that, something possibly. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it sucks for the Pirates, but like the best part about it, and this is what Chicago doesn't have and can't ever possibly have, is the colors. Well, yeah, Chicago can't have the colors. That's one thing. Yeah. They also just they will never. There's something therapeutic about the entire city just shifting focus. Like all yeah, in unison yeah. and together. Like yeah. no, we that's... all 
we all pretend after the Penguins lose, we all pretend to get into Pirates baseball. And then there's just the shift to, okay, it's Steelers time. We don't care about the Pirates anymore. Chicago can't get that because there's too many teams there and they got the two baseball teams and the Cubs well, are super successful right now. And Okay, shut up about that. Uh, but no, you're right. Bec- yeah, it's like, yeah, once it's, once it's so freeing. I get to the point, and I'm at that point already, and this is why I need the NFL season to come by, is like I am so damn sick of the White Sox. I, I can't I can't deal with them anymore. Yeah. I can barely stomach like putting on their games. And I, I love watching White Sox games. And it's that point in the season where it's like I, I'm gonna get more upset watching the games than like not watching. So I'm like, I need some sports to watch. Hey, the Bears are right around the corner. And this is why this is why I always get my hopes up about the Bears because I'm like I need them to be good. Yeah. Because the White Sox are so bad. And then I get so excited about the Bears because I hype them up in my mind. And then there's still the Chicago Bears. And that's what's yeah, that's just what's gonna happen. And like I said, week one, it's gonna also, hey, everybody needs to listen. Tell tell all your friends to listen to the episode. Uh, next week because it might be the last episode with the two of us here because uh, if the Bears lose week one, I'm dying. I'm dead. So it might be the last time for the two of us. Josh. I mean, I'll be here because the You'll Steelers, be here. Steelers so might never my, lose. My question for you then is how will you carry on the show without me, A, and B, how will you carry on my legacy? More important is probably question B. Um legacy we'll start with the show how we are you gonna have like guests or are you just gonna do it solo i'd probably just go solo okay all right okay and then legacy. i don't think how... i would publish it i think i would just yell about everything that annoys me okay. pisses me off for about listen, an hour i'll listen to it up in heaven once a week is probably what i would do and then what legacy yeah so how would you carry on what my legacy? legacy no but like how would you i'm asking how would you carry it on not yeah. what legacy no, but get, just just answer but, the question. But what legacy? Um, just imagine for a second that there is one, and what would you do to carry it on? Um, I'd watch a White Sox game. Okay, I don't recommend doing that. One a year. One a year. One a year. All right. One White Sox win a year. You have to watch until they win. Oh, I, that's easy. Full nine innings. That's easy because you're always so high on them at the beginning of the season. So they yeah. want, they they win a game early and then it goes down. The beginning of the season was when they had their ten game losing streak, so it could be hell for you. Uh, but they're hey, they're in the middle of another really. But long I can losing pick and choose. Too. I don't have to watch them all in a row. Like I can watch one at the beginning of the year, and then I just have to make sure I have time. I have to give myself enough time to see a win. Is that but like? like <laughs> I was going to say, like, how is this carrying on my legacy? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess my legacy is I just am the guy failure. that kind of watches the White Sox. Yeah. Okay. Well, not necessarily what I was going to say was failure, but no, I appreciate that, Well, in your sports too. teams. I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying no, yeah. sports teams. 100% my sports teams are they're the bane of my existence. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, so that's baseball that I have for you. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more here in a second when we get to segments. Um, but yeah, any other news before we move into segments, Josh? I think I'm I'm probably ready for segments here. Okay, well let's do it. Um, who's your player of the week? I might need to find one. Yeah, my player of the week is none other than uh, Justin Thomas. 
So Justin Thomas was a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup. Um, he had. It's been no secret about his struggles this year. He um, sucks. Going in, he hasn't been well, but he's always performed well for the United States. So, um, he was a captain's pick. He got in. So did Brooks Kepka, my favorite golfer. So Team USA is gonna hopefully look pretty good in the Ryder Cup. Um, I like their squad. I like their chances. Um, I'm looking forward to the Ryder Cup. So Justin Thomas, I think it's gonna be sweet. I can see him being the biggest piece here and all the haters that have been bashing him on Twitter. Um are like maybe my player of the week should be the um old takes exposed because oh. they're gonna be busy and have a lot of material when Justin Thomas helps the US win the Ryder Cup. There we go. So players of the week. Talk talk your smack, JT. Um my player of the week is Max Scherzer, because yep, this is a good one. He returned to New York. Uh, the Rangers were visiting the Mets at City Field, and he got a video tribute. I could not believe this. He got a video tribute. He had been there less than two years, pitched 250 innings, and was you know pretty okay, uh, ERA just above three, so pretty good actually. Uh, but you don't give that guy a video tribute for being there less than less than two years, zero playoff appearances, I, and also one of the guys that absolutely once you traded him away shook up your team because you were terrible and you were terrible with him, uh, and the fans booed. They booed the video tribute, Good. and they should have. They should have. There's no reason to give it to that guy. I mean, were you as confused as I was that he got one, Josh? Yeah, I was, and this has been kind of a topic that I've followed pretty closely. In, Thank you, Frank. And Frank and the Tank was Frank not lost happy. It. Yeah. He was not happy. And, like, I don't know what the answer is, but tribute videos have gotten out of hand. This has been a pretty big topic in hockey, at least in the last couple of years. Um, the tribute videos have been outrageous. There have been just too many of them. Um, I don't have the answer. I think it's got to be, you got to be a career player. Like you got to probably have five years or be an instrumental part in a championship. Yeah. Five plus neither. years or win a championship. Um, Cause like, I'm pretty sure the penguins gave Phil Kessel one. He was only there for three or four years, but, but two, two championships, two championships and yeah. instrumental part. So I think, cause that's like, that's the big thing that like, Penguins Twitter loves the who's going to get the video tribute kind of deal. My kind of rule of thumb, were they five years or more? Did they do something great in the community or whatever? Like, you know, did they make an impact beyond the sport if they're there for less than five years? Do something, whatever, like whatever it is. And then, um, or did they... We're the instrumental in championship. I'm all for throwing a guy's picture up on the video board and just being like, hey, welcome back, Max Scherzer. They can do that. The fans can boo. But doing the tribute video, that's just weird. Yeah. Like, the tribute video should end with a, with them lifting a championship trophy, in well, my and, opinion. And it, to put it in perspective, uh, Mookie Betts made his return to Fenway Park. He got no video tribute. He did get a standing ovation, which was deserved. 
and you yeah. could make you could make the case that he gets a video tribute too because what all he did when he was there is I believe he won rookie of the year. He was there five plus years. Yep. Fits your criteria. Won an MVP, won a yeah. championship. And then on top of that, it's his first return after being in LA for three years now. So there's a buffer zone where it doesn't really hurt once he's coming yeah. back either. And he he also he didn't leave on any sort of bad terms. It was the front office that traded him away. Yeah. He wanted to stay there. It's the, almost the complete opposite situation of Max Scherzer. And Max Scherzer gets a video tribute. It it's was, crazy. It's getting out of hand. It was. It was definitely out of hand. Yeah. Uh, let's move on then to our tweet of the week. Uh, yeah. I like mine. Oh, my tweet of the week comes from an unlikely slash light maybe likely source. It's from two the it's from two thousand twenty two. So this is a throwback tweet. Um so it's from the Cleveland Browns and it just reads that's why you draft a kicker. Oh yes. Oh that Cade York was gonna be my kicker of the week. And then we come back to a tweet from two thousand twenty three. Source Browns have notified Cade York, he's being cut, and he will not be on the roster. So, congrats, Browns. You drafted a kicker that you cut a year later. Yeah, but that's Misery. why you draft a kicker right there. That's why you draft a kicker. That's why you so draft you can a cut kicker. him. Yep. Can't they cut they a kicker that you drafted without drafting him. That's true. True, yep. That's a fact. Um, yeah, so not looking like a great draft pick. Because usually if you draft a kicker... You're wanting them to actually be there for a couple of years. Like Robbie Gold. Yeah. I don't know if he was drafted. Well, like Robbie Gold level is kind of more what I was going with then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that was just came back to bite them. That tweet. They basically drafted Cody Parkey. My tweet of the week is I really hope you saw this one surfacing on Twitter here, Josh. Uh, This also heard that. Um, (laughs) Unnecessary. You uh, did. You were so close to letting it go. I know. And I, I wasn't know. even going to bring it up again. You were so <laughs> close to letting that one go. I, I was going to be so. I was going to be so proud of you if you let that go and you just kept reading that. Here's one thing. I'm just. I. I cannot let things go. I've noticed <laughs> that. Really, I'm bad at that. Uh, but anyway, anyways, my tweet of the week. It comes from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Do you know what tweet I'm talking about yet, Josh? I hope you do. I think so, but okay. keep going. So it says, This weekend, Boltman visited the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This inclu- included a, a moment of solemn reflection <laughs> in front of the bronze bust of l- the late Junior Say. Look at the picture. <laughs> It's Boltman. It's if you don't know who Boltman is, he is the Chargers super fan, and he is in his Chargers super fan apparel, paying the dead uh, leading tackler in NFL history, I believe. Uh, Junior say a m- moment of silence in Boltman garb. That's it's amazing. It's a, you need to look up the tweet to see that- the picture and just appreciate it. It's just it was it, so good. I love NFL fans. They're they're, they're amazing, the uh, and I I I cannot believe that the NFL Hall of Fame tweeted that out. They're like their actual account. Oh, it's the best. It's the goofiest thing ever. They were getting clowned for that. So See, that's my tweet of the week for that the for that reason. Uh, who's your coach of the week? Did we do that? 
Um, no, but it's Doug Peterson because he cut his son today. Okay. That's gotta be awkward. Yeah. That could not have been a fun conversation. Maybe it was fun. Maybe he hates his son. I bet a lot of coaches hate their sons. Maybe because they're Although not... he probably doesn't because he at least became a football player. Like f- football coaches yeah. hate their sons that don't go into football. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's a football exclusive thing. I feel like some of the other sports, like they're just fine with their kids not pursuing what they do. Yeah. Like football's more of you have to do it. Like Bill Belichick, I think he wants to hate his son, but his son is like, I'm just going to be your defensive coordinator. Now you have yeah. to work with me, dad. Um, and he's like, okay, well, I can at least respect you because we can talk about the only thing I like to talk about. Um, so my coach of the week, Josh, is uh, – I actually don't even know his name, but it's the Bears quarterback coach uh, because the Bears have the best quarterback room in the NFL. Did you know that? Um, you – per your texts and tweets, yeah. that's what yeah. it says. They have per – my, per my texts and tweets and per, per uh, facts as well, the Bears have the best quarterback room in the NFL because, wow. I mean, they already probably had the best if you just had Justin Fields, which is great in and of itself. But they cut P.J. Walker, who I, you know, tough for P.J. Walker. Not Nobody cheers for that. But it's because Tyson Badgett is so good. He's so good. He's the all-time touchdown leader in college football history, Josh. The history of college football. Do you know how far that dates back? Millenniums. Millennia. Mm-hmm. Millennia. Uh and he he's number one on that list, and he's on the Chicago Bears, and he looked amazing in the preseason. He could if just God forbid, God forbid, if Justin one. Fields goes down, he'd come in not even in a pinch. He could come in for the rest of the regular season. And the Bears could still be Super Bowl favorites. I'm gonna clip, good, I'm gonna good. clip this. Please do. Justin Please Fields do. He's gonna get like he's gonna get injured. It's well, gonna don't happen. clip that part. I said, God forbid, before he's. I know, but he's going to, and then I'm gonna. I need to hear you talking good about a guy that you're going to hate, probably. I'm not even worried that I, there's no there's no possibility of that. He looks amazing. How about the Bears defense? I forgot to bring this up because I saw a video of them definitely not getting run over. I tried third, to get it. I tried yeah, to get it deleted from Twitter. The I saw. I saw you retweet that. It was the third string defense. I'm I'm not concerned about that. I am concerned. Okay. My Apple Watch just congratulated me for uh meeting my stand goal. I've been sitting for like 2 hours straight now. Uh, it's because I probably I got your heart rate up. You so got my heart rate up. Talking yeah. about bears. No, here's the thing is you can't do that and also talk about Cody Parkey right before that. That's you can't do it two times in a row. You get I, you're limited to one of those things per episode. Unfortunately, well, I Jeff. forgot about the defense. Okay, then I remembered my tweet. Well, you can't. That, Did I? That tweet. You, you, I you said can't, that you it can't wasn't. Just, yeah, but you, you. Then you. If you forgot about the defense, you forgot about them, Josh. Okay. You can't bring then them I, up again. Okay. You already I brought said, up Cody Parkey. You I was get one talking, per episode. I was talking about my tweet that said. You know what? No, you get zero defense, per episode. I don't, I, I'm not going to give you one. Talk about the tweet that I was making sure everyone knew that the defense didn't get run over per my tweet. It was the third string defense, Josh. It doesn't matter. All those guys are not on the team anymore. All you want, all you wanted from me was for me to say that they don't get run over, and I said they don't get run over in my you tweet. Did, you did Go not, look at you, my tweet. 
Go look at my tweet. I, okay, I might have seen a different tweet then because there was also a tweet saying this is like a bad look for the Bears defense, and that was. Um, let me let me find my great. let me go to my Twitter here. We'll we'll settle this. What other segment do we have? Don't mistake this for the Bears getting run over. That's not what happened. Is my tweet. Yeah, because it didn't happen because that wasn't their defense. We're on the same side. <laughs> no, I just said the Bears. I didn't say their defense. I just said the Bears. Yeah, yeah. It's none of those guys are the Bears, Bears anymore. They're they they have all been cut. I just said the Bears. Yeah. So we're. At, I mean, we're clearly not on the same page, but you're I'm saying gonna, we're on the I'm same gonna page. Go, I'm I'm so gonna go find a guy that's in this video that is still on the team. That's I, gonna be my next project. Here, here's here's the thing: is I guarantee you, zero of them are. It, it was literally their third stringers. I'm okay. The, the roster was at says, eight. The, the roster was bucks. at eighty-five when that video came out, and that I'm was that in I, the fourth quarter of a preseason game. Week you're three. Telling, you're telling me there's not gonna be a single guy. I'm telling you, there's not gonna be a single guy. <laughs> I'm telling you that. You couldn't even like right now. Would be a perfect time for you to be like, there might be one guy that's like a third stringer, yeah. like. No. You, you, there might be one practice squad guy that was there. Okay, Sorry. 20, 20 bucks? I'm not putting money on it, no. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be one guy. I hope there yeah. is. I'm just saying there's not going to be one. Okay. But I'm what, also what not going to put money on it either. What do we got next? Uh, you, like, we, you won't throw – you throw money around and then draft Jonathan Taylor like how, it's nothing, but then yeah, you how, won't make bets with me. Because that, that was a smart draft pick, Josh. <laughs> it, was, it was drafting Jalen Carter. I already explained this to you. I don't. I'm not made of money here. I don't. You're trying to. You, you've tried to get me to bet a hundred dollars and twenty dollars on the show on not, things that you said were like guarantees. So yeah. to somebody that's taking a chance on Jonathan Taylor, I would think that you would love this said guarantee. It's not. There's not. None of those players are going to be. They're not on the team. They're not on the team anymore. Okay, then twenty bucks. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not because I'm not good for twenty dollars. Uh, well, you're getting twenty dollars because you're right. You're you're I probably would. <laughs> um, okay, we have fan base of the week left. Yeah, my fan base of the week is Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So there was this poll that came out. Um and thirty-five percent of Steelers fans say that they could not date somebody that is not a Steelers fan. Good. Nice. That's amazing. That is, is absolutely amazing. So what if they were, I mean, just not even a football fan? Because you, you can convert well, them. You can convert them. I think that's okay. I, th- I, I didn't look into, like, all of the different results. But, like, the absolutely, like, you have to be a Steelers fan, that's 35%. There's probably still a chunk that's, like, I would weigh that. Like, I'm not going to date a Ravens fan or a Bengals fan. Yeah. Like I can like, never date a Packers but fan. You've got thirty five percent, and I like and they have to be a Steelers fan, or that's so, a deal breaker. So, would you consider those the diehards that would that would put themselves in that group? Possibly. Would you be in that group? I think there's levels to diehards. At this point, I don't really have much to like. Yeah, you can't. You can't, I can't really, really be. You can't turning you, you down. You can't dates. be. Yeah, you can't be making the rules or anything. I can't really be turning down dates at this point. But yeah, I'm in that 35 percent for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. a. It's a big. If someone like, I 
gave someone the like if I see someone wearing another NFL team's shirt, I automatically hate them. What if it's a so, Bears shirt? I just kind of laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a kid wearing a I, Jay Cutler jersey I, the I other day. I can't be attracted to her. I, That's too pathetic. I I saw a kid wearing a Jay Cutler jersey the other day, and respect. I was just like, this kid has no idea what he's wearing. Oh, he but like he did. That's I don't cool. think I don't think you put a Cutler jersey on without knowing what you're getting into. That's so cool. I like yeah. it. That made me that gave me respect. Good. Good. Uh so my fan base of the week here is uh Angels fans because they might be maybe I maybe the one baseball team that has it worse than the White Sox right now. Also the A's are not doing so hot. Uh but uh, I I texted uh, Zach, who's a massive Angels fan. That's his favorite team. Um, right after the White Sox started pissing me off again, I texted him. I think the White Sox are the worst team to be a fan of, like over the Angels too. And then he was he was saying like, yeah, probably not. That's not true. And I told him all these reasons. And then the next day, uh, Mike Trout, who was back off the IL for one day, goes back on the IL. And Shohei Otani tears his UCL, and he's done pitching for the rest of the year. So sorry about that, Angels fans. That one's my bad. I jinxed you a little bit. Uh, he's now no. He's now and, no longer going to make any. Yeah, he's not. Money. He's done pitching. He's um, done yeah, making he, he's, money. He's not going to be a half a billionaire. His after career's this over. Uh, he like it. It does really stink because I I really do do hope that he does because that if he gets Tommy John surgery, that would be his second Tommy John surgery. No, he's uh, done. And that's that's the one that kills you. He's and done. It would suck to see. Thanks for coming out, Shohei. You're done. You're deader yeah. than well, that. He'll still be a good batter. Like, he's batting tonight, and he's already got a hit. Uh, but obviously, you know, it's not the same, seeing the Japanese Babe Ruth versus, you know, the guy who's just a hitter now. Um, and then also today, they just released just about every single player that they traded for at the trade deadline, too. They, they sent them. Yeah, I just saw that tweet. So they've officially waved the white flag. And the White Sox, they traded them two of those players. They got one of their top prospects. And now those guys that they traded to them are not even on the team anymore. So claim so, off waivers, right? Yeah, the White Sox could do that. They could just add them right back. How wouldn't matter. Would, that be? would you be happy? Well, no, because the White Sox just released their best pitcher today, too. So I didn't Say something that. nice about the White Sox. They might do that. That would be sick. Say something nice about the White Sox. They're not going to be the worst team in baseball this year. Are you? And they and they have sexy fans. Are you sexy? I mean, me. Are you promising me that they aren't the worst team in baseball? I'm promising. I'm promising you they will not be the worst team team in baseball. Is this one? I'm not going to because I agree with you. Oh, so look who's scared now. No, I just said I agree with you. I'm not trying to disagree with you, but you would put twenty bucks on this one. I would put I would put my life savings on this. Okay. One. Yeah. I'm just I'm just making sure I agree with you. Yeah. That's why I'm not putting money on it. If I disagreed with you, I'd put money on it. Okay. You're gonna be upset when you see none of those guys are on the roster. Then. You're really upset. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, because you don't have anything to lose now. Um, like either way, then I'm just like, Hey, I don't have to pay you 20 bucks. <laughs> like yeah. you what? like I get to send you a text and say, Hey, you would have $20 right now. <laughs> yeah, actually you'll be really happy. Um, <laughs> like, that's more, a win-win. Yeah. I, like I've, 
either way, whether I make the bet or don't make the bet, you get to make fun of me more than likely. Uh, unless, of course, I make the bet and I was right. But I'm not yeah. going to do that, unfortunately. Sometime you have to make one – we can do a $5 bet. You have to – like you talk all of this about your teams and I give you opportunities to actually back it up and be like, yes, I believe in this team, and you don't take any of them. No, no, you, you don't give me opportunities. All you're doing is calling my bluff and you're making me lose confidence more than anything. <laughs> I just want to know. I'm trying to help you out. We can no, we can win you're, together. You're shaking my foundations. I'm not trying to shake your foundation. No, you know you're- you pick you pick your spots. You you know what you're doing. You you do it whenever whenever it's something a little bit too outlandish and I don't appreciate that. Just let me well, let me talk I, my game. Look, how great of a day will it be for you? When you get to be correct, happy that your team was successful and take money from me. Josh, would be a great day, but that day <laughs> is never going to come. Ever. Are you kidding me? Are you? No. No. Because I, I haven't even been close to that kind of situation. I haven't even met two of those three criteria at, at the I same just time. Want, I just want you to be happy for hey. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, I want you to be happy and I want you to take my money. Okay. Great. I love that. I would love that to happen too. $5. We need, I'll let you pick. We need to come up with one $5 bet. Okay. The White Sox won't be the worst team in baseball this year. No. But that wouldn't, wouldn't really make me that happy. I disagree. They're still going to be really bad. Um, let's go around. Give me, let's give me a football one. Okay. We'll get, come up with a football one. Okay. We'll get it. We'll get a football one. $5 bet. Uh, Justin Fields has more rushing yards than Kenny Pickett. No. Ah, yes. Now, now you don't want to make the bets. Huh? Interesting. Well, no, cause that's not a good bet for me because I don't <laughs> want like, I don't want Kenny Pickett to run the ball. I'm not like, that's not where my heart is. I don't believe that Kenny Pickett's going to be a rushing quarterback. Uh, DJ more, more receiving yards than George Pickens. That one's closer, but also DJ Moore is the only wide receiver that the bears have. Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney's good. The Steelers have three good wide receivers and maybe a fourth on the way. Thick, dude. Congrats. <laughs> I love that for you. Well, then just make that bet with me because you're obviously rubbing okay. it in at this point. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. Yes. $5. I just gave you $5. Okay. Yes. I hope you're happy. This is what it looks also, like. If I, lose I know that, I'm going to lose. If I lose that bet, this one is actually going to really hurt me, though. Too. I know I'm going to lose this bet. I just, I just gifted you $5. I just bought you a Chick fil A sandwich. Yep. And. Ooh. Did you hear about the new sandwich that they have? It's uh, I haven't been there yet, but oh, it's got like this uh, uh, p- pimento. Pimento is that a type of cheese? Yeah, honey, honey pimento chicken oh. sandwich. I'm gonna get that tonight, probably. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Decided. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to. I saw the picture earlier. Yeah. 
it looks it looks pretty bomb bomb diggity in the picture. So I'm gonna we've I'm gonna done get some literally that. nothing productive here in yeah. the last five minutes, and I we love really, it. We really need we just need football back. Um, do you want to call the show here Chick-fil-A since you're just googling stuff right now? I found it. Virginia, here's the ad underneath it, by the way. Virginia is actually full of single handsome men. Oh, yes. So, okay. Good news for you if you're ever in Virginia, right? iPhone users, don't forget to do this before Wednesday. I feel like I should click on that one. Okay, so we're just reading our ads instead of closing <laughs> the show. Is that what, that's what's happening? Ooh, that one. Ooh. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, we're gonna end there. That's disappointing. That was a downer. Uh, don't read the news. St- that sucks. Anyway, that's our show. Everybody, have a great, have a great week. We'll see y'all next week. We'll recap a bunch of college football. It'll be great. Um, stay on bias this week.